This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Hi there, I'm Kate Stevenson. So, of course, you are listening to the podcast version of Relish. That's a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. This week on Relish, it's all about spring drinks, enjoying them out and about as festival season kicks in and a special opportunity to make some of your own. So first, Junipalooza is back. Melbourne's premier gin festival returns to the Timberyard later this month and the one and only gin queen, Caroline Ashford, has the scoop on what to expect. Plus, if you really like your wine or you know someone who does, could this be the ultimate experience? Austin's Wines in the Murrabool Valley are offering you the chance to rent a vine for the year. You'll pick, prune, stomp, barrel and blend and walk away with a couple of dozen bottles of your very own wine. Liz Gant will share all the details. And this week in food, James Cornwell pops up at Bonnie Bar. The Darling Group get their hands on an iconic cafe in the Botanic Gardens. Ronnie's lures a New York superstar to their kitchen and your chance to go behind the scenes in Bendigo. All that still to come on the Relish podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel on Easy Music. 3MP. Easy Music 3MP plays all your favourite songs to help you relax. But don't forget who's taking you home and in whose arms you're gonna be. Songs you grew up with. So darling, save the last dance for me. Songs you know. Songs you love. with us. Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Well, as the weather thaws, we know that can mean at least one thing, more festivals, and one that I'm very happy to see return is Junipalooza, a brilliant celebration of all things local and international gin. It's taking place at Port Melbourne's Timberyard from the 21st to the 23rd of October, and co-founder Caroline Ashford, aka the Gin Queen, joins me now. Caroline, good morning. Morning, Kate. Lovely to uh, speak to you today. Yes, you too. Now, tell me, did you did you get to sneak a festival in during COVID over the last couple of years, or has sadly, there been a hiatus? Sadly, not. We were we were like many other festivals, uh, one of the casualties. So we haven't actually uh, done Junipalooza in Melbourne since 2019. So we're very excited to be back. I was going to say you must be pumped. Now, there's obviously yes. been, I think, really, there's been a sustained explosion in interest in gin for quite a few years now. So, is the momentum still there? do you think? Oh, 100%. I mean, I've been doing the Gin Queen um, for 10 years next year, yeah. bizarrely. Uh, and when I started, there were around uh, six gins uh, that were ready, readily available, six Australian gins. Um, through COVID, because obviously I was based in Melbourne, so lots of lockdowns actually started counting. Yeah. Um, and I think I've just done another update and we're well over a thousand Australian gins now, um, probably made by around 200 distilleries in Australia. So phenomenal growth. Yeah, I was going to say, and still growing, no doubt. So Absolutely. how do you decide then who gets to be involved at a festival like this? How do you pick or, you know, how do people get involved in, in terms of exhibitors are, for Junipalooza? very, very, very fair. So we don't like to play favourites. So it really is a first in best dressed. Um, we go out to all the distillers in Australia, tell them what we're going to do, and then whoever says, yes, I want to do it. So that's why we, you know, don't automatically rebook people. So you'll see um, every year when we do it, there'll be new 
distillers coming on board and there'll be different internationals and so there's just a, a general flow of those established brand, brands like Four Pillars and then some of the newer brands like Esther Spirits sort of coming on board. Brilliant. So how does it work? So 21st to the 23rd of October, so it's over three days. Um, how does it work on the weekend? Do people pick a day or a session and what do they do once they're there? So they will have already bought their uh, tickets. We're all almost um, maxed out at the moment. We've sold just a little under 4,000 tickets. Wow. So you'll rock up with your ticket on the day. You'll be given um, a tasting glass, which is yours to take away, thanks to our uh, sponsor, Fever Tree. And then you'll go around to each of the, um, I think it's 50 distillers that are joining us introduce yourself you know they'll introduce themselves to you yeah. we have a meet the maker policy so we only sell stands to those brands who can make sure that their distiller or their brand owner is on the stand for the whole weekend so you're genuinely meeting the people who are making the spirit that you're tasting which we think is really important yeah really thoughtful too caroline i still have some gin questions for you will you hang around a little bit longer Absolutely. Brilliant. Don't go anywhere. Gin Queen Caroline Ashford, co-founder of Junipalooza Australia, will be back after these Easy Music favourites on Easy Music 3MP. This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Easy Music 3MP. I'm Kate Stevenson. This is Relish and I'm chatting to Caroline Ashford. She's co-founder of Junipalooza Australia, the gin festival which will take place on the weekend of the 21st to the 23rd of October here in Melbourne at the Timber Yard. And Caroline, what, what's new in gin? We know there's distilleries popping up left, right and centre. Um, you mentioned, uh, you know, in the thousands. I've noticed one just about to open near me in Williamstown. So, so what trends are we seeing? So I think the major trends um, that I'm really excited about um, are grape gins. So obviously Four Pillars started that um, with their bloody Shiraz. And what's exciting about the grape gins, and there are lots of other, um, so Never Never do a Grenache gin, there's lots of other Shiraz gins around, is that Australia has actually created an entirely new gin category with the grape gins, um, which no other country in the world are doing so rather than steep um slow berries in gin to make slow gin our clever distillers are taking locally grown uh, grapes and steeping it in their gins to create a very unique um sort of mix of gin and you know grapefruit so you really get the characteristics of the um the grape varietal yeah. which is really exciting i judge lots of competitions overseas and they're all really excited about this this concept so the fact that as a very young gin producing nation we've created a whole new category that is taking the world by storm is really thrilling Brilliant. Now, you have been nominated for quite a serious award, the International Wine and Spirit Competition, Global International Spirit Communicator of the Year. How big an honour is that for you? Oh, it's it's huge. Um, that competition, sorry, that competition, I'm not crying. <laughs> that competition <laughs> is, um, in general, the organisation is one of the most prestigious competitions in the world and it's really exciting to see so many of our uh, local distillers perform so well. I think Four Pillars have won international gin producer twice in a row uh, in 2019 and 2020. And this year we have three uh, gin distillers up for nomination for international gin producer of the year, Nort Gin, uh, Grandad Jacks and Kalki Moon. Um, so it's it's a huge honour. It's a really, really serious award. I can't, I can't understate it enough, overstate yeah. it enough, really. It's... Um, it's a real honour and very shocking for me. I, I've never expected to be nominated, but um, I have to sort of, you know, 
extend my gratitude to distillers who spent an awful lot of time with me sharing their passion and their stories which makes my job so so easy and the job life as the the gin queen that is your title and your business what does that involve what's the gig <laughs> so many things i think people think i sit around drinking gin all day but um, <laughs> it's it's not as um it's not like that all the time um lots of judging um so next year i'm back to uh, san francisco to judge the american distilling institute awards wow. i'll be doing the world gin awards again so that's really exciting speaking to my global peers um lots of writing lots of talking with distillers keeping an eye on the trends and what's you know what's new and sometimes being asked to um you know to offer advice and i often get involved in research and development projects giving distillers you know some ideas on on flavor profiles i think my most exciting um project today was working on the uh gin for the melbourne demons this year wow. sadly we're not in the finals <laughs> but um that was you know to be able to con uh come up with the concept for that gin this year was you know made me very very proud as a, a d supporter amazing well congratulations and good luck on the award caroline ashford co-founder of junipalooza australia will encourage people to grab their tickets by heading to eventbrite.com.au and searching junipalooza that's with an a thank you so much for chatting with me today Thanks for having me, Kate. Thanks, Caroline. Don't go anywhere. Coming up, instead of heading out to enjoy a drink, your chance to get involved in making and bottling your own wine. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel on Easy Music 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up with 3MP and Crystal Clear Stereo right across Melbourne. There to make a better, clearer sound for you to enjoy your easy music favourites. Upgrade your radio to DAB Plus and change the way you listen to Easy Music 3MP. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. Easy Music 3MP, this is Relish. Now, if you really love your wine, a fleeting visit to your favourite cellar door may not be enough. So how about renting a vine at a quality vineyard and enjoying a year of hands-on workshops, learning to prune, crush, barrel and blend your very own drop? Well, it is possible with Austin's Wines Rent-A-Vine program. Liz Gant is co-host of that program and she joins me now. Liz, good morning. Good morning, Kate. Now, this clearly sounds like a lot of fun and maybe a bit of work. What is involved? Oh, there is certainly a lot of fun involved. Um, I think fun's probably what we're all about here at Austin's. But first off, you start with like the process of wine from the beginning of harvest. So harvesting your own grapes, so picking as a big group, meeting people, and then you come back to the winery and you stomp those grapes. So we, we show you the actual process. And then you that's usually followed by a big lunch. So you get to know the people. So it doesn't matter if you're a single membership or a partner membership, you will get to know like-minded people and have a great time. The second workshop that is a, a pruning workshop, or oh, actually I think it's a tasting workshop, yeah. which is obviously a lot more <laughs> drinking wine. So you get to find out what kind of styles of wine you like. And a lot of people are surprised by this. So whether you like more oaky wines, people say, oh, I don't like oak. And then we find out that they do. And you get to taste some back vintages as well from Austin's wines, which is pretty special in itself. And then that, again, will be followed by another fabulous lunch. We try and mix the lunches up at each workshop. The third workshop pruning. So you get to get back out there in the vines and it's a hands-on pruning workshop. 
Yeah, and then the fourth workshop, probably our booziest, <laughs> is the blending workshop. Your wine's kind of been in barrel for a period of time and it's getting that beautiful oak influence in there. And um, we work together as a team in groups of like four and create the perfect blend for the group wine, which is the end product. So at the end, you come away with plenty of wine with your own customized label as well. So yeah. it's um, award-winning wines from Austin's. Our Pinot Noir is something that we're renowned for here in the Mirable Valley. And I guess that the brilliant yeah. thing is, so I've had a good look at the the website, Liz, and it all looks fab. I think a big thing is, you know, for people who want to do this and will enjoy it, you know, there's transport to and from Geelong, which is great. You can actually enjoy those long lunches and it is important to taste your wine as, as you go. And I assume as well then it's limited in terms of how many people can get involved, given that, you know, you all come together, you know, those same times each year. There, there must be a limit on the, the number of participants. There is. We can only do up, up to 45 people because we like to give them that really intimate experience. And that just enables us to get around to everyone and really like, answer any questions they've got and yeah, keep it a nice, fun gathering. Yeah, sounds amazing. Liz Gant, co-host of the Austin's Wines rent vine program. This does sound like a really special experience and a great chance to enjoy the gorgeous wines of the Murrabool Valley. You know, I know it's a beautiful winery out there. We'll send people to check out austinswines.com.au and you can just click on rent vine and see what's involved and sign up. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Liz. Stick around. This Week in Food is next. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish and you should know what time it is. It's time for me to share some things to eat, drink and do this week in food, starting with the interesting approach they have at Fitzroy's neighbourhood bar, Bonnie, as well as a focus on sustainability, they offer a three-month residency to interested chefs who are keen to have a bit of fun with some creative bar food. Right now, James Cornwall is in charge. He worked for years at famous London seafood restaurant Jay Shiki at the Seafood Room in Hong Kong before launching the Victoria Hotel right here in Footscray and then moving on to hatted restaurants like Ikejima and Cumulus Inc. He is a brilliant and talented chef so it'd be great to see what he comes up with at bonnie check out bonniebar.com.au that's b-o-n-n-y bonniebar.com.au there's some big news in the cafe scene this week as the team at the darling group they own stalwarts like top paddock or higher ground are taking over the Terrace Cafe smack bang in the middle of the Royal Botanic Gardens. So far, there hasn't been a lot of detail released on the plans for the venue, but given their work to date and the seriously enviable location for this one, I think it's going to be pretty special. It's due to open in October. In another coup, the team at Ronnie's, which is a New York-style diner at the bottom of the Rialto, have enticed the senior sous chef from Carbone in New York, Anthony Dispenser, to their Melbourne restaurant. Over a 24-year career and prior to working at that iconic venue, Dispenser has graced the kitchens of venues like Dinner by Heston and Gordon Ramsay's The Fat Cow. Here in Melbourne, he'll be exec chef at Ronnie's and also group chef of owners The ETO Collective. 
I reckon that's as good an excuse as any to get in for a meal. Check out Dispenser's new menu and plan your visit at ronnies.melbourne. Now, if you enjoy Open House Melbourne, you might be interested to know that they're headed to Bendigo on the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd of October. So they'll be opening the doors to 20 public projects, building spaces, and there'll also be a program of mini marathon talks. You can enjoy some of the gastronomic highlights of Bendigo at the same time, like Miss Batterham's at Mackenzie Quarters. That was originally a school and schoolmaster's residence. It was built in 1877 and now boasts, of course, a popular restaurant. Or you can check out the former Eagle Hawk Town Hall, which opened in 1901 and is now home to the not-for-profit Star Cinema and has a great wine bar in the old council chambers. To work out how you can see either of those, head to openhousemelbourne.org and see the link for the Bendigo program. And that's about it for this week. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast version of Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel. You can listen in live on the radio next Saturday at 8am. You can grab the next podcast at the 3MP website or you could download the 3MP app. Easy music, 3MP. Relish returns Saturday morning from 8 on Easy Music 3MP.